Hi, and welcome to the Crypto Vibes Podcast, your weekly recap of news of what's happened in the world of crypto and Web3. This is week 40 of 2022, episode 30. I am your host, Neil Alonzo. The show is brought to you by Fort Brox, a crypto mining company. Every week's a moving target, and this week is no different. And what we do is we aggregate the news throughout the week to provide a condensed version. It's definitely not all the news for the week. And what didn't make the show is also available on our website at CryptoPodcast.xyz in our show notes. So there's a number of articles that we cite during the episode and not on the episode. And before we dive into everything, some disclosures. We are not financial advisors, wealth managers, lawyers, brokers, or CPAs. We're merely providing information that we aggregate from other news sources that we cite. Please do not construe this as investment advice. We hope you've had a good week. And to kick things off, we have a little bit of a thought, right? Regulation and everything that's going on as far as the government's involvement with crypto, blockchain technology, we're of the opinion that why don't they create new categories instead of lumping them into existing ones? I mean, when you think about the rules of the road and the DMV, right? It's not like you tried saying a car works exactly the same way as a horse. So why would you try to write laws that a car is now supposed to fit into what a horse is was supposed to do as far as being operated on a road in public areas and private areas? The reason why we're using this as an analogy is simply put, this is totally different. We're in a new space. So why do we have to fit in an old world way of thinking? So why would we create laws for something that wasn't even invented when we created the laws? Logically, it just doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense to us. But again, you know what? Humans are humans. In our first headline of the week, it says MasterCard is tracking where and how cardholders buy crypto. Byline says MasterCard is using the data from CypherTrace to allow card issuers to assess risk profiles of over 2,400 virtual asset service providers. The goal here is to keep everything under crypto regulation compliant, MasterCard is. So the heading of this article definitely could be a little bit of a clickbait, but at the same rate, it makes you want to read it. And there's some good information in the article. This is on blockworks.co. You thought I was going to lead off with the Kim Kardashian story, didn't you? But before we provide our two cents with that one as well, Congress this week, 5030, a bill to provide digital asset intermediaries with safe harbor from certain enforcement actions by the Securities and Exchange Commission and for other purposes. We have the link in our show notes to really dive into this one. It was introduced of September 29th. And so right now it still has to pass committee, pass Senate, pass the House. And then if it makes it that far, it has to be signed by the president. But the details of this are very interesting. So now we could talk about Kim Kardashian. And so everything that's related to Ethereum Max and the SEC's Gary Gensler slapping her with that fine and penalty, basically paying $1.2 million promoting Ethereum Max while she was only paid $250,000. While some might say that doesn't make sense, well, there's a penalty involved. But again, this does seem like a little bit of a slap on the wrist. And if you search Twitter, you will find that a lot of people seem to think it looks like a PR stunt, not just from the outside looking in, but there's been stories running about people within closer attachment to organizations saying, is this a PR stunt? Whatever the case may be. An example is being made out of Kim Kardashian and promoting cryptocurrencies. Tom Brady is involved with FTX. Matt Damon has done commercials for Crypto.com. I'm not sure anybody really thought that Kim Kardashian wasn't being compensated 
for this endorsement eh, promotion yeah so not everything about this is lining up but in any event it definitely was headline news this week another cool headline said sec approach is quote threatening the entire ecosystem from a former cftc commissioner in a little bit of an excerpt from the article from decrypt.co Brian Quintens said he understands why the crypto industry isn't happy with the Security and Exchange Commission, SEC, but doesn't see regulation itself as the problem. In a quote, I think what the crypto ecosystem wants is rules that fit its technology, that are fit for purpose, that allow for the innovation to actually reach its full potential, Quintens said. Quote, you're not getting that out of the SEC. It should be noted that Quintens now works as an advisory partner on the crypto team at venture capital firm Andreas and Horowitz. And from our opening comments that we have with this particular episode of Crypto Vibes, I think you would agree that we are aligned with Quintez in those statements. It's almost as if everyone's guilty until proven innocent right now as it relates to how to work within crypto. And in more CFTC news, the current chair says crypto regulations could double Bitcoin price. Well, we're of the opinion that regulation actually would be a positive for all things crypto, not just Bitcoin. But that again, that's just an opinion, and this shouldn't be construed as investment advice. In other news, Binance Smart Chain halted over potential exploit, 100 million taken off chain. And while that happened this week, the chain resumes activity, BNB chain resumes activity after 2 million token exploit. Though the exploit resulted in 2 million BNB tokens nabbed, the network's pause meant that attacker only made off with roughly 110 million. Only made off. This is the way it was written in the headline. And in step with that, we also have a link to an article that's titled What It Takes to Halt a Quote Decentralized Blockchain Like Binance. We would highly suggest if you're interested in learning more about this story to click through in our show note links at cryptopodcast.xyz because this too, like all things in crypto, becomes a very interesting tale, if not a saga. In some other news, Ethereum killer Solana suffers another major outage. Well, this is kind of interesting. There was a great interview on the podcast that Decrypt has called GM with Solana co-founder Anatoly Yakovenko. Hopefully I got that right. I did listen to the podcast and it was a really good episode hearing from this particular co-founder, Anatoly. But saying Solana is an Ethereum killer? I don't know. That seems like a bit of a stretch in our opinion. We're kind of working from the belief that something that happened similar with Google in the search engine wars will happen in crypto, especially as it relates to smart contracts and NFT creation, that the killer has yet to show its face in terms of who's going to dominate the space. In some other interesting headlines, Zuckerberg's Metaverse app on quote quality lockdown as even employees won't use it this is per a report we talked about this on a few episodes back in regards to the quality of the graphics and we will say it's hard to get people to buy in if it doesn't look good how do you make something sexy that maybe isn't ready to be sexy they're working so much on the engine that it's hard to make the product be as enticing as the engine itself but if your own engineers are not that interested in building something that doesn't feel good, well, all things will suffer. The reverse of the cliche, as the tide gets higher, all ships rise, can reduce. You can go in the exact opposite way, in that when the tide gets low, all ships sink. 
FTX seeks to roll out crypto-linked Visa cards globally, and this has helped it and seen a bump in their activity. And ex-Google CEO Eric Schmidt is now a strategic advisor at Chainlink. So you can read the announcement in our show note links. Now for a series of Coinbase updates from this week. There's a documentary out as of yesterday called Coin, a founder story out on iTunes, Amazon, YouTube. It's a paid-for viewing, so at least they haven't lost their sight on the prize when it comes to this type of marketing documentary, it kind of feels like. But we will say it's unfortunate how long it takes to create something really good documentary-wise because it does take a lot of time. We can respect how much time it takes to put something of substance together, but the timing of the release couldn't have been worse as it relates to the content itself. So what you see in the documentary is prior to everything that's happened in 2022. It definitely is not a relevant piece of content currently. But not to put our bias on anything, we did think it was put together very well. It's just unfortunate that it came out when the market's doing what it's doing and Coinbase has had issues since then, such as the major outage for customers with U.S. bank accounts. Even though a lot more was made with what we think is clickbait headlines, at the end of it, everything seemed to be safe and Coinbase said funds are safe after six-hour bank outage. In our last bit of Coinbase updates for this week, Shopify CEO spends $3 million on Coinbase stock in the past two months, which is kind of interesting. There was a Twitter thread that went, Polygon's business development team is an absolute machine. Let's take a look at 10 of its latest partnerships. So we have the link to that Twitter thread. And we do have to say, Polygon, they have some momentum. They're building something special, it seems like. They definitely have a lot of support to build something special. That's for sure. And Time President, Time Magazine, on NFT haters, quote, I don't understand the politicizing of a technology. We don't either. But then again, once money gets involved, yeah, politics are going to get involved too. Telegram, at WalletBot, now lets users exchange crypto with each other. This will be really interesting how this could flush out, right? When you think about Telegram and the social network side of things and exchanging crypto with each other as peer-to-peer, how is the SEC? How is the CFTC? How is every regulating agency with these great acronyms going to look at this? And in a fun bit of news to close out this week's Crypto Vibes podcast, you can now buy your Big Mac with crypto in Lugano, Switzerland. Lugano citizens will be able to pay merchants in Bitcoin, Tether, and LVGA. We're definitely fans of Switzerland. We have some good friends from there. People who came from skateboarding, actually. So, yeah, this is a pretty cool story to see in this week's Crypto Vibes with. We hope you found value in the show and what we're doing. So if you found value, share it with others. Who doesn't like to share value? Again, you can go to CryptoPodcast.xyz for links to everything that we talked about and other articles that didn't make it to this show. We'd like to thank Good Soup Music for that intro and outro song. This show is produced by Vocal Visual and Wizard Cats. New episodes drop every Saturday, excluding holidays, but we may do some holidays. Again, I'm your host, Neil Alonzo. We are cautiously optimistic and hopefully pessimistic on crypto. Have a great weekend.